You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm AJ McKay. Yeah, we got a special co-host today. As uh, very Eric, special. <laughs> as <laughs> Eric and uh, Jeremy cannot be with us, so AJ's going to kind of lead this. This is another bonus episode. We kind of had this bonus. Ep- we kind of had a bonus episode about a month ago um, with a, with a special interview, and today we got a little special interview. Um, AJ, you want to tell us who we got? Yeah, man, I am super stoked for this. I'm kind of glad they weren't available because I'm I'm totally down for this. Star of Friday Night SmackDown, Otis is in the house. Otis is going to end. I look. I love Otis. I, I'm tell you what. I'm going to have to ask him about the caterpillar some somewhere, shape or form when we go to talk to him. Um, but uh, but hey, look. We we know that uh, WWE is coming to Louisville, Kentucky, which is where we're based out of. Um, this Sunday, July 25th at the KFCM Center. Tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. But Otis is one of those guys that I just, um, so entertaining. So I'm really excited for this interview just to see um, what he has to say, his background, uh, amateur background. I mean, be, before we started recording off air, you were talking about uh, his amateur background, AJ. So I know you're yeah. excited about uh, talking to me a little bit about that. Uh, so I'm, this is, this is going to be a, a fun time. Plus, I want to get to know what makes Otis tick. You know, it's like we see yeah. them on TV, but like I'm, I'm going to dig deep and ask the personal questions and the hard-hitting stuff. There we go. There we're we going to go. get to the bottom of it without yeah. getting killed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, well, luckily, we're, we're not in the same you know, building thanks to technology, so I think you'll be okay. But we will be in the same building on July 25th at the KCM Center, so maybe, uh, maybe, God, maybe watch my words. Better watch your words. All right, let's go ahead and let's uh, get over to the interview uh, with Otis. We're back here at Ringside Podcast uh, with, uh, sponsored by Collar and Elbow, uh, with the one and only the star of Friday Night Smackdown, Otis. Otis, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic, good sir. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, th- thanks for thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate that. And we're you know we, there's a lot going on uh, in the world of WBE, and and I know we're excited here in Louisville, Kentucky, for this Friday. Or I'm sorry, for this uh, Sunday, July 25th, the KFC Yum Center Live Super Show to have fans back. How does it feel just to have fans back? I know you had a couple of shows here recently with fans. The adrenaline's twice as much. Exactly. Yeah. It's. Uh... <laughs> It's experience that I miss big time, um, especially, you know, when you get out there, it's just like, holy man, like the energy that the WWE universe gives us, mm-hmm. um, it's, yeah, man. So, 
these super shows would be awesome. You got Raw, you got SmackDown roster, both colliding in one night. I mean, hey man, like you said, you got you got you got, you got two shows in one show, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, see, we're 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 having a good time, man. I know they are too. What is it like? So you know, doing all these um, empty arena shows for such a long time over a year. Yeah, you had the Thunderdome, and so it did kind of bring a little visual atmosphere to it and make it make it much better at the, since the beginning. But is is the, your work rate a little different compared to when you're out there um, with no fans and to now having that crowd? Um, what is, describe what that's like. What's the difference there? I think I think there was this timing. Um, it's ba- it's basically like. As as we work for the people, you know what I mean. We're just kind of, yeah, we're kind of going off of your response and your reaction. So it's kind of it was a little different with no audience to kind of just see a bunch of faces on a screen watching you, and it's just kind of like you're, you know, just like, but what we were trained for that anyways. We were, you know, we we always used we're used to work, working for the camera, so it was just like. It was just like, you know, it was like an everyday thing. You know, you get in there doing doing your thing that you love to do. But the crowd, which gives you the energy, and that's what's like the difference is, is like, holy man, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think the fans even, I think they know, but I think it's like the energy you guys give us out there is like, it's huge, man. So it's, that's the big difference is like, and it's a lot more fun, man. Like I said, you know, this is what I love to do. And I know this is what Chad Gable loves to do. And, and uh, my old partner back in the, you know, time, uh, Tucker Knight, it's what he loved to do. And, it's just what we live for, you know, that big, that, that, that crowd reaction that this, so that's, that we're just really glad to be back. So that was, the Thunderdome was cool. It was very awesome. You know, I mean, I, I'm just, you know, we, just, you know, you hear the lightning and the thunder, you know, there's always serious weather going on in there, that little, that big old arena. So yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely something where I think it would not happen unless the pan, the pandemic came in, but it's, uh, we don't, we kept going, baby, you know, we don't, we don't stop. Well, let's talk post-pandemic, and you are, of course, teamed up with Chad Gable now, part of the Alpha Academy. Um, let's talk about the different side of Otis that we've seen in recent weeks. I mean, you just decimated Cesaro uh, on SmackDown Friday night, and um, a, a, should I say a bit more intense Otis than what we've uh, what we've seen uh, in the past. No, no time for games anymore. Sir, it's a very high blood pressure kind of situation, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's something where um, it's uh, we got to keep, keep fresh and something where our vision with the Alpha Academy, you know, me me being the number one guy um, to uh, to the the pupil, the the uh, the, the mass the mass uh, weapon of destruction for Chad Gable as the coach, and I am the student. So it's somewhere. Um, we just get more more, more intense and uh, more like uh, di- a different style of haircut, you know what I mean? Because I think too much of a lovable big beard and my long sexy hair with a nice bald spot could be a little bit lovable. So I think going going to a fresh cut look with some really cool sideburns is a lot more better to tell the fans like, hey, man, we're here for business and business is pleasure. Right, right. Well, I know you had a, a big uh, amateur background. I mean, you've grown up. You've spent the the bulk of your life as as a part of wrestling. I mean, you know, you were a a state champion, uh, a bronze medalist in the Pan Am Games. Am I right? Yes, sir. Uh, Mexico City, uh, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, man. So, like, wrestling has just been part of your your life almost its entirety. Correct. 
Yeah, that's what I blame for having no neck. Uh, There's been a lot, <laughs> a lot of uh, neck bridging through my life. So I think the most me and Gable would be doing is like just sitting under, basically just on top of your head, you're rolling around, get that neck loose, you know, because again, both sides of amateur wrestling into sports entertainment is it's a lot of cranking on the neck, if you know what right. I'm saying. So you got to be built for that to absorb the shock. And yes, I do blame <laughs> my 25 inch neck from amateur wrestling, a lot of neck bridging. Nice. But yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been something I just, ever since first grade walking uh, on the mat, I remember um, I literally thought I was walking into a sports entertainment league as a first grader. And I walked out and I walked into the youth league gymnasium and my mom goes, uh, oh, no, I go, Hey mom, where's the ring? And she goes, there is no ring. It's wrestling mats. And I go, okay. And the first match I had, I wanted to punch the kid. And, you know, I, I, they wanted me because you shake hands out of respect when you start an amateur wrestling match. And I just said, no, I'm not going to shake his hand. I'm doing what I want. Cause I watched wrestling ever since I was five years old. So it was, I had a juicy start in amateur wrestling. Uh, I don't think I have any technique. It was all a gas tank and overpowering my opponent. And if I, if those didn't work, then I was in trouble. <laughs> nice. Very nice. We're here uh, with Friday Night SmackDown star Otis. Uh, when you're going back with fans, you have um, different 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 places you can go to, different arenas. But in a place like Louisville, Kentucky, where you're going to be this Sunday at uh, July 25th at the KFC Yum Center for the Live Super Show, you know, Louisville has this rich history. They have this rich history of wrestling all the way back from the 70s and 80s. And um, what, what is it like uh, when you work, being in a crowd, say, like Louisville has a rich history, understands wrestling compared to, say, a small town that may not get wrestling very much or have a big history? What Do you do, you do things differently out there than you would in one town to another? Yeah, I mean, that, that, it, it depends, you know. I mean, I always stick to, stick to the, uh, the plan A, and the plan A is to – and the people uh, leave home happy or mad. So it's it's kind of like it's always a good feeling to be in a certain environment. Um, like, say, uh, for a, a, sm- a small example, um, being the first time work uh, wrestling in France and uh, for NXT. And it was just like, I've never been in this. It was an old school circus building. And I think they were like it was very intimate, like 800 people were above us. And that atmosphere was just different atmospheres. Get you get your juices flowing. So. I remember just we went out there, not expect you know we're like okay, let's see if they they see if they're, they're going to be into us. And man, was that one of the best experiences? Because you know what I mean. The the the, the sound only goes high. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like heat. The heat rises, and I just kept thinking like, man, is that reaction going to stay there? Because it was just like they were fresh out, and and the, some of some you know town like different towns. Um, it's uh, one of those things where you just don't know what which what they're going to want. You just kind of hope uh, you know what they, what they see is was what they either love or they hate, they hate seeing. So it's, uh, it's kind of always the same plan every, every town, but I mean, yeah, history, man. I mean, you know, that's where you kind of feel the history as you walk in the building, my man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, you know, for the last year or so, you were the, um, 2020 money in the bank winner. You kind of went from a, from a uh, tag team wrestler to a singles competitor and then kind of back in the tag team scene. What, what, what do you, um, what do you prefer? Like I, uh, when I first started in, uh, in sports entertainment, I really was, um, cause I, I had no problem being a tag team, but I remember that's kind of like where I started with as a, as I first got in NXT was a tag team. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of fell in love with it because, you know, and it's always better that you, 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 you get along with your partner. Like me and me and Tucker were just completely like just best friends. Like, I'll t- you know, I mean, we started as strangers together and then we ended up being complete brothers 
I'll send uh, his, his his beautiful little girl uh, 50 pounds of Play-Doh in the mail. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for Christmas, it's her to play with and hopefully not eat. And it's just, uh, I mean, it was just so much fun on the road. And when you're in like, when you're kind of like singles, you can always have fun because you travel with your, your certain kind of crew. But um, <laughs> like singles was, I always enjoyed watching the, like from the, from the apron, the other, the other guy perform because he's getting the same, it's a team effort basically. And I mean, but both sides, I mean, like I said, I mean, they're both awesome, man. Like singles, you know, you're, you're in there and you're basically got to make sure that crowd, that crowd loves you or hates you. And, uh, but the, with tag team, it's like, it's so much funner, I think, because I always think there's more action to kind of come because you never know what things are coming from left or right or uh, forward to back. So I've always had, in my experience, a lot, a lot of fun with tag team wrestling because you might, you might see Otis one way you might see him go off the top rope. Who knows, man? I mean, just, you never know what's going to happen in tag team match. Well, what's next for you, you and Chad Gable in the alpha Academy. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you want those tag titles, but um, you know, what's, what's the agenda? What's the end game for you guys? The end game is going, is going through the whole locker room and just telling them to come on, bring it. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Roman reigns. It doesn't matter if it's edge. It doesn't matter if it's Rollins. It doesn't matter if it's Cesaro, the, the swing the swing of himself. So it's basically just letting the locker room know who, you know, what what's coming, what what alphas are in the building, is let's say. And it is all, you know, coach Coach Gable, Chad Gable's um strategy, his tactic to everything we do. And I just listen to him and I just do I just do what I do, man. Because like I said, I'm you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big I'm a big uh, wrecking ball with two legs coming at you you better be worried so that's you know the alpha academy yes we are on those tag team championships and i want to personally uh congratulate um jay uso and jimmy uso as the new smackdown tag team champions but if the time comes sorry boys you're getting you're getting the splash all right all right now we all know the type of training can go into the ring i've got to ask this what type of training goes into being able to do the caterpillar yeah, man. <laughs> Ear, years and years of weddings, my man. Um, there we go. Okay. Okay. The, 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 the basically, my first ever, I don't know why they call these dances in elementary school back in Superior, Wisconsin, but they were called sock hops, I guess. And yeah. I remember just not all the, you know, all the cool boys were dancing with the cool ladies. And I was just kind of sitting in the corner, like, you know, my, my mom was there. She's just like, and why don't you go dance with her or dance with him? I go, I don't know, mom. Like, just felt super shy. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing what the good man Sky Too Hottie would do. So I waited for a cool song to play. I can't remember the song. I apologize. And I just dropped down. And for a kid my size, I think it was, I was like third grade. So maybe a lean, not, I mean, not a non lean, but a mean, uh, probably almost 180 pound right. guy at third grade. You know, I was a very big boy. And we just did that worm, and that's the first time I, you know, I got the, 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 the place on its feet. And so it, it, it years of like the weddings too, because every time I had a family ever married, I wore those yellow shades like Rikishi did, and I walked <laughs> oh, wow. and I walked around that speaker to check the sound. Like I actually was a DJ, and my mom could tell you. She goes, well, "I don't know what the hell you were doing. You were unplugging things, thinking you were the coolest <laughs> kid ever. Then you the, the, the song played, then you dropped down to the worm. So I have like very sore ribs." the next morning after every wedding. Cause you know, it's a ballroom. Right. right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, you know, and, and the ring baby with that, with that crowd going wild. I mean, that's, yeah, that that's where the worm come from. So no matter what size baby, as long as you keep limber, keep flexible, you can do it. 
I know we're running out of time. I just, I always like to ask this one question whenever I interview anyone. And if you could meet any one person, living or dead, who would it be and why? I would say the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage for sure. Um, that's a, that, that is a man that I saw, like, I'm not, like you said, I said, I mean, I, I got into wrestling probably out of his prime, but you know, when he's getting a little older, he was in team, team madness. And, but as I studied, um, Sports entertainment and saw the macho man Randy Savage in his prime before his prime. That's a guy that I mean, I, I don't know what I would do if I, you know, walked in. You know, hopefully someday, uh, you know, we walk into heaven. Me, I'll see, I'll see Randy across the room, and he'll just uh, we'll just talk about stories and hang out, man. Because yeah, I really love you know. That's one guy I wish I man. I was like, he was still here, man. And I just yeah, macho man for for sure. I, I tell you, you know, I met Randy years ago. I'm an old guy, so I I was around him when he was here coming to Louisville from for the Memphis shows back in the day when he was still Randy Poffo. And you talk about just electrifying and knew, knowing that this guy was going to be huge, and then to see him blow up and become this huge sports entertainer and just figure. Uh, and so, yeah, um, great answer. <laughs> All right, as we Otis, we appreciate uh, you coming on. You can catch Otis every Friday on SmackDown at 8 p.m. on Fox, and then uh, you can also catch Otis this Sunday, uh, July 25th, at the KFC Yum Center for the live WWE Super Show. Tickets are still on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. Um, Otis, again, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks. Thank so you, good sirs. Number one guy out. Pow. All right, there we go. There's Otis. Wow, star Friday Night Smackdown. How about that? I did not. I did not expect a Macho Man answer out of him, and I no. was quite pleasantly surprised. No. You never know when you ask that question what you, what answer you're going to get. Right. I was, I'm, I'm a big Otis fan, even more now. Here's the thing, too. Uh, and I almost said, oh, yeah, when he said it, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I did, too, and I let it go. When he talked about getting to the pearly gates, I thought I, was, I almost threw an oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do it. It's too early, and I don't want to make anybody nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, another thing, too, though, is what I, you know, I always thought, you know, with the Caterpillar, you know, the, you know, Scotty too how he's worm and the too cool. And, and so that's a legit, like, what he was trying to become, you know, at that moment. Like, when he would do that at the weddings. Who would have thought he's at weddings? A lot of weddings. Well, he must have had a lot of weddings in his family to and be you able know, to practice he said he, that. He, it started all at a sock op or a, what we would call, I guess, just like a, a, a high school or middle yeah. school dance. And it's it's like... You know, I guess at some point we were all a little bit of a nerdy kid, and you just have to throw caution to the wind and say, you know what, screw it. Here's the caterpillar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good stuff, man. I, yeah, I man. love Otis, and um, here's, I, I'm, you know, what him and Gable's doing right now is interesting. Um, you know, like, as we said earlier, earlier, you can catch Otis every Friday on SmackDown at 8 p.m. on Fox. Uh, you can be able to see him live this Sunday, July 25th, at the KFC Yum Center. Um, and tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Um, and I know Ringside Podcast will be there. Um, and, um, and if you're not going to be there, you're going to be missing out, it sounds like. Yeah, man, that's going to be a great show. Friday Night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw together for a super show. What more could you ask for on a Sunday and, night and, in Louisville, and, Kentucky? And rumor is there's going to be a star there, but I don't think you can see him. Oh. All right, well, there we go. That uh, might want to work on that one a little bit more and try that again <laughs> next next time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Now oh I see why the now I see why Jeremy and, and Eric took the day off. 
There we go. There we go. Plan I'm just filling in. Try the veal. I'll be here for one time only. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, you can get us on the, all the podcast avenues, uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio app, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. You can get us on the social media, the Twitch app, the Instagram, and the Facebook, at Ringside Podcast. Individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm AJ McKay. At AJ McKay? Is that it? Oh, at, oh I thought we were just saying... Bye. No, you can you can find me at AJ McKay OVW. That's yeah. That's there my social. All right. Look, it's okay. It's okay. Look, it's it's this is your this is only your first time hosting, so it's all good. Your lethargy is rubbing off on me from afar. I was all bubbly, and now you're like, oh, I need coffee. Oh my god! Apparently, I do too now after dealing with you this morning. Jeez, or whatever time of day it's supposed to be. Well, it's the morning, but we'll, it'll air all day. Somebody might play this at midnight. They might make sense to them too. All right, if you're listening at midnight, yeah, where it's late and we're tired. If you're listening early in the morning, it's early and we're tired. You're really in the middle now, of the day. In the middle of the it's day, it's been a long day and we're tired. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, between time until next time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs>